Hi, I'm Bryce, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Casey, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Patty, and I'm ready to preach. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm ready to preach. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather, God, in your name. We ask that all the glory and the honor goes to you, God. We thank you for everything that you've done in this place, God. We ask that you reach the audience that you would desire us to reach, God. We ask that we say the things you would desire us to say, God. We ask that everything that is hidden inside of us, you bring it out to light to where we can change, we can help others change, and our testimony can be the strength and the courage for someone else to move on. And we ask you to bless us and cover us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back, family. You've reached the Ready to Preach podcast. We haven't been on in a couple of weeks because we got some vacations. We got some downtime. We've spent some good quality time talking and conversating, um, and I feel like it was well needed. Definitely, yes. definitely. It, it felt good last week to sit down here in the room and just <laughs> and just catch up. Yeah, honestly, yeah. honestly, we just sat down here for like three or four hours, so something it, like that. Yeah, it was midnight when we left. Mm-hmm. Just about, yeah. And and we decided that we just wanted to talk and have good conversation. Some of the stuff was just random, off the spur, you know, our spur of the moment type conversation. But it was good to build this relationship that we're building. And I feel like I feel like God has blessed us so much in this part of uh, of our journey to where the next part of our journey is going to be a lot smoother and a lot easier to transition because we're getting ready to transition into becoming a church staff. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and it's not I don't feel like I could have done it as well as I can now knowing especially Patty and Casey. Mark, obviously I knew Mark my whole life. I've known Casey my whole life, but not to the depth that we have gained with this. And I feel and I want to urge anybody who's working with somebody, um teaching with somebody, going to church with somebody, build a relationship and the easiest way to do that is just sit down and talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it is so detrimental to us as a church and as a church um, administration to be able to lead people with an effectiveness by knowing people, knowing each other, knowing strong points, knowing weak points, knowing where someone else can benefit somebody, saying, hey, this one will work with this person because of the experiences they've had. And there's no way to know. Obviously, we don't know everything. No. But there's no way to know somebody without taking the time to get to know them. That's right. And I thank God every day for this opportunity to be a part of this. It has grown my walk with each other, not only my walk with you guys, but my walk with Christ. Amen. It's mm-hmm. put me into a place where I'm des- deciding to study. You know, I want it's, to it sure listen. Can't, it sure can't hurt it. That's for sure. Right. Right. I'm I'm thankful for this. Thankful for this group. Mm-hmm. I want to put that out there. You know, I would encourage anybody, even if you don't have a podcast. Start a, a weekly sit down and talk group. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's tea time. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> I know. Just that depends down. on the tea. Just, just sit down and say, hey, I want to be friends and I want to get, and I don't want a big group. I don't want 50 people. I no. want three or four people that I can lean on, I can talk to, I can be confidential with to where I know it's going to stay, you know, and gain a comfortability with to where I know what I'm saying is staying safe, but also to get these things out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some stuff in us we need to get out to where we can get full healing from it and be completely away and delivered from these things. So after I got that spiel out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. I love you guys. We love, love you, you too. Love you too By the way, just wanted to say that. <laughs> I wouldn't be who I am without this. Same sees. Yep. Anyhow. I have to agree with that. Let's, let's talk about, we, we've gotten time to have a couple of things happen to us since the last podcast, right. have a couple of services, have a couple of weeks. Well, we've gotten two weeks under our belt from the last time we recorded. Yeah. So something has had to have happened instead of your week's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to week's okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to start with Patty. All right, Patty. How are you like, doing? Yes, I'm not first. <laughs> How are you doing? What have you been doing? What has prompted you throughout this week? Things have poked out that maybe not may not mean something to somebody, but has stood out to you. Let's see. For starters, I turned 50. Woo! That was exciting because I made it to 50 that I'm so glad. Half a century. Yeah, some people don't get to make it to 50. So That's right. I'm pretty excited. I'm not upset that I made it to 50. So <laughs> Just the next 50 we're going for. On that for. note, yes. <laughs> and... I got to go on vacation with my family. That was really nice. 
and we've had great services. I don't think we ever have a bad service. I can't say that we do. No. I think we come expecting, and I think we get what we're asking for, you know? I feel like you get that with anything. Yeah. Yeah. You come expecting, you want something out of it, you get something out of it. And I think a lot of coming expecting has, it, it puts the ball on your part to where you're like, God moves through the service, use me. But when mm-hmm. it's time, I'm going to be the one. Like sometimes when we're doing like praise and worship service, it's like people aren't clapping or lifting their hands. Well, somebody's got to start it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, let That's that be right. me. You ever been I'll raise to my a... hands. Someone's got to, someone's got to say amen throughout the service. Let it be me. I'll do it. I mean, you look at, go to any like sporting event. When I do that, that wave, the wave starts somewhere. The whole thing doesn't, it doesn't just happen, you know, 10 rows go. You get a couple people put their hand up. Next thing you know, it's going all the way around. That's right. But it still had to start with that one, one or two people. Yeah. That's right. Is that all, Patty? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Casey, you're up. It's been a good couple of weeks. Um, Let's talk about the furthest week away. The furthest the week away. The furthest week away. So I think. I think the furthest week away, I went to a Brandon Light concert with yeah. Maya and Riley and Lisa, yeah. and that was enjoyable to go and experience that. It's always, I think, a different experience whenever there's people worshiping in large amounts. Yeah. Like, not that it's not as more powerful or anything. It's just a different feeling for me, at least. It's overwhelming to see how many people are actually I don't want to say on our side, but I feel like you know what I mean if I say that. The silent majority. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could even use the wave thing there. How good is, you know, a wave is good with, you know, say a couple hundred people, but it's even more noticeable, even bigger when you have those crowds of thousands right. around all in time but on I, the same page on the same, well, I guess I would say on the same side. Right. I feel like the way that this world seems like it's going, quote unquote, seems like it's going, it's almost all inspiring to see 10,000 people that are willing to raise their hands and worship. Yeah, that's you know kind what I mean? of it. Yeah, it's a little taste of heaven. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. noticing that you're not as alone as you might think that you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Things like that. Um, the next day, despite being on the verge of exhaustion, because we didn't get home till late because Chicago is an hour difference with us, I somehow was convinced to take Benjamin to Michigan's Adventure, <laughs> just specifically because I remember being cool to the older boys like two or three years ago. And now they just make fun of me all the time because apparently I'm old and decrepit now at a whole 24 years old. <laughs> but um, So I decided to take advantage of the time that I still had where like he still wanted to hang out with me instead of letting that pass by a little bit. I'm pretty sure he just used you. Yeah, you know, That's pr- it's probably because I'm old and decrepit and easy to manipulate now. No, it's because you can drive and he can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've had good services. I preached. You destroyed Sunday. us on Sunday, Casey. It was awesome. I, you did a fantastic that job. That has been... I wanted to tell you guys whenever we were down here just talking, nobody would let me. I was glad you didn't. I, <laughs> I it was know. so much better yeah. without oh, the spoilers. It was really good. Well, thank you. Mm. It's nothing that I did. That was just all... God. Yeah. Yeah. Just. That's a God thing. That's amazing. Very much. I, you did such a good job. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And then I worked. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I worked some, but not recently. Um, Monday morning, super early, a group of girls, we headed out to New York City to take on the town. Um and by that, I mean, just go to a bunch of restaurants that we saw on TikTok <laughs> and a couple of museums. Yeah. Um, and that was super enjoyable. There's a lot of people there. It yeah. makes you wonder about how many of them, like what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. You don't want to ask them, obviously, because stranger danger. But, you know, what is what are these people going through on the daily? Do they know God? Do they have a different path that they're following? Yeah. What are they facing? You just... I'm curious about that kind of stuff whenever I see somebody. Um, It was an interesting experience. It was enjoyable. Another just big kind of, I don't want to say faith booster, but something that was awe-inspiring to me is one night we were just walking down Times Square trying to see what there was to see, and we came across a group of young kids, you know, my age, a little younger, a little older in range, and they were just out there doing a worship service in the middle of Times Square. And, you know, 
I can't say for certain how many people were there to listen to it and how many were just trying to see what was happening. Yeah. But hundreds of people standing around and listening to him. And a young man gave his testimony and it was super powerful. And it was unexpected to me, I think, you know, yeah. to see something like that in the middle of this place that is quote unquote godless. Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't want to say that God's not in New York, but it's not what you expect to see as a worship service in Times Square. You right. expect right. to see crazy people. Yeah. And right. there were plenty of them too, but <laughs> it was it was good. It was awe inspiring. Inspiring generally to see people out there doing that. The boldness of it. And then we got home today. I got home at like maybe 45 minutes before it was time for Bible study. Sat down with my dogs for a little bit. Went and got some McDonald's, and now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to skip Mark and go to myself. Bryce, how has your past couple weeks because been? Because what you're talking about has brought up a thought, and I don't want to forget it. Okay. So last Thursday, I went and bought a lawnmower off Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't pick it up with the microphone. Um, sorry. So I went and bought a lawnmower off Marketplace, and... The one thing that I love slash I got a love slash hate relationship with Marketplace because I meet some of the coolest people, some of the nicest, yet most genuine people. And it makes you feel like maybe this place, maybe this world that they say is falling apart and is godless and this, that and the other is not as much as what they say. You know, the ones that are saying it are just louder than the ones that are not. So. I have this, I want to homeschool my kids. And we started off there. He homeschooled his kids. He was a farmer. We had similar, you know, upbringings and stuff like that. And we did similar things and we liked similar things. He was probably like 40, a little bit older than me, but he, uh, he, um, we started off there. Then we slowly started transitioning into Jesus. And it's like, this guy, it lives hour and a half, two hours from me is wanting to live and is living the same exact life that I want to live, showing me that it's still possible in this day and age to live a simple Jesus-based life. And it gives you so much courage to say that there's another guy out there doing it. I can do it. There's other people out there, no matter what anybody says, that still love Jesus, Right. that are still willing to do the simple style of training and learning for their children. Uh, they're still wanting to do these traditional type things. I want my kids to have the greatest study study pamphlet of all, the Bible, you know, yeah. the greatest exactly. study material, I should say. It's a book full of knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And why would we not want to teach our kids that? Right, right. So that was a cool thing that happened to me last week, you know, before we were uh, doing the, about to do the podcast, we sat down here and talked. So <laughs> that happened Sunday. Casey, you preached your socks off. Yes. Thank and you. it really, it really was working with my, your spirit was getting in line with my spirit. They were talking to each other and what you've been feeling and wanted to, and what you let out of your spirit was in my spirit. And I think that's kind of going to be the the topic of tonight and we won't get into it too much before we let Mark go. But Sunday was a great day for me. This week has been good. A lot of learning I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of learning about myself, about how I need to operate Mm-hmm. How things, how, you know, going back to experiences on how I was treated and how I want to be treated. So that's how I'm going to treat people, you know, given that same respect. So it's pretty cool. I thank God for giving me the ability to see these things and not fight them for so long. But other than that, we made it here. And I got a little sunburn on my arms from working outside. <laughs> and I'm not mad. You'll have that. All right, Mark, how you doing? I'm doing really good. And it's kind of like the same lines of uh, what you guys were saying. And I like to say, you know, God doesn't do things on accident, does things on purpose. And it's, wait a second. It's so weird to me that every one of us is feeling the same thing. Same thing. We're starting to feel this sort of, we're not alone. Yeah. We need to work on some things, but there's still a hope, you know, there's, yeah. there's work to be done and a lot of it has to be done on us. Mm-hmm. So mo- I was most of the past couple weeks didn't do too much besides work. Though last week I didn't do any work because I took a, a week of vacation, which for me entitled, I'm not even really going to go anywhere. I'm just going to kind of hang out. Except on Saturday, me, Ben, Eli, and Lucas, we went to Chicago. Yeah. We went and hung out, walked around all day, played games, and 
avoided spending way too much money on food. Though the boys, they decided we were when we got the Navy Pier, they opted for McDonald's. Oh <laughs> probably my ten, probably ten to fifteen bucks for theirs. I I see your McDonald's and I raised you this place on Navy Pier. It's called America's Dog and Burgers, and I had a hot dog that was a deep fried hot dog on a pretzel bun with cheddar cheese sauce and maple bacon. <laughs> I think I made the better choice. Oh yeah, you did all right. You know, I made the better choice. But the, <laughs> the funny thing, even before that, about you know, it's God does things on purpose. Yeah, and. Even with all those people that were in New York and all the people, they were easily, while we were down there, a million people walking around in, you know, a mile worth of, of street. Yeah. If not more. And sometimes those encounters, like with her, with the um, the youth group that was singing there in Times Square, these aren't random encounters. We were sitting there. We walked down to the park to play the game. I, we actually were down at the Lincoln Park Zoo. This gentleman walks up to us. He's probably, he might be your age. Yeah. Maybe a little bit younger. Um, Just asked if he can hang out with us and, and play. Yeah, that's fine. Doesn't bother me. So he walked around with us a couple hours. Started talking to him. He's from Singapore originally. Yeah. And just talking. He's like, yeah, I go to school at Moody. I was like, I know Moody. He's like, you know Moody? He's like, yeah, Moody Bible Institute. Yeah. So just randomly, the person that comes over and wants to talk to us is a gentleman that goes to a Bible college right there in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so we just talked about that and that he was telling us that he is majoring in urban ministry and he wants to help the people that are too scared to go to shelters because there's a lot of homeless. Well, a lot of homeless, but a lot of crime against the homeless in some of those shelters where that's where they're not going to go because they know they don't feel safe there. Right. right. So just talking about things like that. And it's like, it was just kind of not funny or not random that it happened. The person that was sent to talk to us was someone that was, that goes to a Bible college. Well, just be careful how you treat people because mm-hmm. you might be entertaining an angel and unawares. Yeah, that's right. You know? right. So we just walked around uh, the, the little free zoo there in Chicago for a couple hours. He walked back with us till we got close to Navy Pier because that was right about where if you go about seven eight more blocks west and you get to where Moody Bible College is. Yeah. So he's right by. Yeah. So he just, he stuck around with us till it was about time to go and head back to the college. Isn't that funny to think? It, it's weird to say it, but God does stuff on purpose. Every, yeah. Every single thing that you've been through. Every single thing that you've done is for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whether you see that reason right away or not doesn't mean there wasn't a reason. Yeah. You had a spontaneous worship service. Yep. You had a guy you were going to buy a tractor over that is a homeschooler that is a Christian. Yeah. And we get this random stranger just walk up and ask if he can play with us. He was just by himself. Just that. I got to tell you, that's got to take guts too. So when I talked to this <laughs> yeah. guy about this lawnmower, I texted him after after I had got, we picked up, we left. It had been an hour or so. And I said, it was a pleasure meeting you, sir. May God bless all your endeavors and keep his hands on you and your family in Jesus, in Jesus' name. He said, thank you. It was so nice meeting some someone. And he said, it was so nice meeting you, also a like-minded person. Blessings on you and your future endeavors also. How bad is that? That was so that felt so good to me to be with someone so random. Yeah. You can't get any randomer than finding somebody who's selling a lawnmower on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here's the funnier thing. When we were talking to him, he's just asking where we're from as well. Cause I asked him, you know, are you do you live in Chicago? And he's like, No, I'm from Singapore. And then he told me that that's where he went to school. Yeah. And he's like, asked if we're from there. I said, No, we came from Michigan. He's like, I've only been to Michigan like one time. He went to some church event at Gull Lake. Yeah. Which is right in our it's right <laughs> our neck of a wood. Yeah. It's up on the Kalamazoo area, yeah. Grand Rapids, somewhere in that area. So it was just kind of funny that the one visit he'd had over there was right in our neck of the woods as well. So just gave him kind of like a couple tips, little things to think about because he wants to do that outreach, like a nonprofit where you can help those people. It's like, well, maybe see if you can talk to some of the local churches. If they give you like one night a week where you can go in and you can – Maybe before that, you can get numbers for people that where they can go and get help instead of a shelter, yeah. and then let them come in, 
give them the information, help them connect with the people that where they're going to feel a little more safe than security. Yeah. The shelters. We said walked around Chicago, talking to the homeless, praying for them, seeing what you know what things that concern them that would or could help them. I've gotten to this thing for thanking God for every time that He has sent somebody or put somebody in my path that was there to help me mm-hmm. or yeah. to lift me up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've been explaining, we've beaten this horse so many times. Now it's like, hey, God does things on purpose for yeah. a purpose. There's a reason behind every single thing. Coincidence? Uh, I think not. not. <laughs> There's so many people that we come across during our day we kind of take for granted, you know, right. these opportunities that we have. So, all right, on to the topic tonight. Are you all guys right. ready? Oh, yeah. So ready. I don't know if you are, Casey. I'm. Don't doubt me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the topic we're going to talk about tonight is, we kind of kind of put it in a little bit of a theme beneath the surface. Or the unseen, you know, the unheard, the untold, the untalked about, the things that we rather not say, the things that we'd rather not bring up and be like, "Eh, they're kind of ugly, dirty, but they're still, the stuff on the inside will work its way out. Exactly. And I feel like if we can stop something before it gets too big, too bad, that's the best case, Mm -hmm. best case scenario. You know, it's easier to stop the pebble at the top of the hill than try to stop the big one once it gets all the way to the bottom. Right, right. It's easier. And not even just from size, just speed momentum. <laughs> Everything about it is going to be a lot harder to stop if you let it go too far. Right. So some of these things, and we've been talking about it, they're on the inside, they're internal problems, but they all relate around one thing, and that's ourselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about dying to self, um, putting yourself behind and putting someone else in front, namely Jesus in, in the front, Yeah, you know. But we've talked about tonight kind of such, there's such a hard thing inside of us to want to put ourselves behind. Why is it so natural for us to want to be first place? I mean, obviously, we when you compete, you want to be in first, but this ain't a competition, guys. No, we're all going, we all want to make it to the same place and our race is going to end one way or another. Yeah. And really the only, they say the only person you should compete against is yourself from yesterday. Exactly. And if you get that mentality, then you want to be better. Then you want to be up more. You want to be uh, further ahead than the last one. But what, what is the problem in your mind with us being, wanting to be first? Or us be wanting to be the one that is in the place of, not in the place of need, but we've always put the problem off to someone else and we're not willing to come inside of ourselves and fix it. I think it's unwillingness to admit that we have a problem of any kind. Right. Because you don't, people in general, they don't want to look vulnerable to someone else. They want to look like they're... Powerful. They've got it all together. They're good. No matter what, you know, the situation's going on, but it's not bothering me. I'm good. I'm okay. Right. And yet you see more and more people in therapy and things like that proving the point that we think we're okay, but that doesn't mean we are. I think we've come to the common consensus in this class that this class, class. <laughs> hey, this podcast. That's all right. Sorry. It's kind of a teaching thing, a yeah. learning thing for all of us yes. that we are the problem. Yeah. In our situation, in our stories, some of us are the problem. Some of us have you know, problems. You know why we're the problem, though? Because we can only fix ourselves. Yeah. So right. We, so we are the problem. The only thing we can make a solution to. Right. The only fix that we can so actually that's, have. that's why we're the problem. I, I see where you're coming from. See? That makes a lot more sense, Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we, we can make a solution out of our problem. That, that for, therefore, I can say that I'm the problem. Yeah. I can fix it. I mean, just going around. Is there anything in you that ain't right that you can that that you can be better in? Well, yeah, everything. Yeah, there's a lot more yeah. than I can list right. tonight. The, right, <laughs> the, right. The list of things that are perfect is a lot shorter than the list of things That's that are right. right. So we all have things that we can work on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times they say the the person that you have the problem with is the one brushing your teeth in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep, the one that you're looking at in the mirror when you're. Doing your floss, mm-hmm. you know, whoever does that, not me. 
I sometimes I sometimes I'm sitting there wondering like I don't have to even look in the mirror to do mine. What what is what is this situation and why is this happening like this? And then I walk past the mirror in my bathroom. And there's and your look, answer. That's the one that's been causing me the problems. Mm-hmm. That's the one that needs work. Yeah. That's the one that needs Jesus. That's the one that needs help. That's the one that's getting in the way. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. It's hard to even come to that place. Like Mark said, we're unwilling to even admit that we have problems. It is, but once you get to that level where you say, okay, I can't change somebody else, but I can change myself. Right. Then you start a whole new level. Right. You start going to the next step. Right. I don't think you can fully help somebody until you've gotten help yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Casey? I, I agree with that. I think that a lot of our issue when it comes to problems going on or like, trying to acknowledge that we might be part of the issue is like we always tell people you know the world doesn't revolve around you whenever they're (laughs) acting crazy at least i do that might be something i need to work on but at the end of the day your world does revolve around you you know all the experiences that you have are centered around how you perceive them the relationships that you have you are the you only know what you feel in it so it's hard to understand that what you do affects other people too because you only see the effects on yourself unless you're really having a mind to look for how you're impacting somebody else. I think that's like top tier right there. And that's there. good yeah. right there, Casey, because we do have to see how we affect others. That's right. And we, and we don't. That's what I'm saying. I That's top level yeah. of uh, awareness, we'll say, to where I'm not going to make a decision so brashly, you know, or so quick that I know will negatively affect everyone in this uh, area, you know? Right. Uh, and that that's a good place to be, I think. Yeah. To have an awareness knowing that this ain't going to cause me problems. This is going to cause everybody problems. And the, the the little quick fix we always think of is never the right one. I mean, if you look at, we've used this now before you look at like the grocery stores and things like that. How many of the things that you see right there at the, at the checkout counter are healthy and good for you? None. <laughs> Seriously, it's all candy bars. That's funny. And, and People magazine. That's how they get you too. And how many of those <laughs> things do you get? Do you then throw on the the table? The table instead of it's maybe quick walking. Eye catcher. At yep. least one every other trip. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, if you take that one for every other trip, how many of those trips, including that trip, do you go and get something that's actually better for you as well? Right. It's true. Most of them, to be fair. It's a okay. Trick, trick question. So we've been learning. <laughs> we've been learning this thing. He who tries to save his life shall lose, lose it. it. Yeah. But he who decides to put his life down will gain it. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard for the natural mind to understand. We always spend our time trying to save face. Well, it's a selfish society that we live in. Right. And, and and the most selfish person I know most of the time is me. Ourselves, yeah. Right. You know, and like Patty's saying, which was such a great point. The only problem that I can fix is the one that's me. Mm-hmm. The only one, and I don't, I, I'm not, I don't have the ability to fix it. That's not what I'm saying. I know somebody, I know a problem solver. Yes. yes. And that's I know it. that he can fix me. He can help me become new and be regenerated in something brand new, be born again. He can Being change renewed. Yep. You know, renewing your mind like we learned tonight in Bible study. Yep. You shouldn't be conformed to this world. You should be transformed by the renewing, renewing over your mind. mind. Yep. Right. And he can do that as long as you're willing to take a step to do that. Right. I can give you the, the verse for that, that you, what okay. you're talking about. It's Matthew 16, 25. There's also one in Luke as well. Yep. But for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And here's the important part of ju- not just putting yourself down. Right. You have to have a purpose with it. Right. The right. back half of this, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake, for God's sake, Christ's sake, shall find it. So it's not even just denying yourself. It's 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 good to put other people forward, right, in place of yourself. But if you're doing it just to be seen to doing it, it's not the right motivation. It's not good. Absolutely. If you're doing it because you're obeying a commandment from God, that's a whole different story. Right. That's right. That's true humility. That's, as you're talking about that one uh, gentleman with the tracker, that's simple, Jesus-centered living. That's easy. No, it ain't. I like. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's, not it's easy, easy an idea, not always 
It's simple. almost never easy in application. The face value of it is simple. The practice of it, the ideology of it is simple. But putting it into practice is so hard because it goes so far against what naturally we want. Why do we want to be so selfish naturally? Answer? <laughs> Any answers, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> it's just human nature, I think. I, I, I just... It's it's a new thing that I'm learning, and it's really hard to grasp why we should want to do this. But if the Bible says you should do it, I think yeah, that's the smartest thing you can do. I yeah. like the, and I'm gonna have to use that a few times. What your dad was saying tonight about the the teaching that he was listening to, yeah. And the guy said, if you if you need more information or you're unsure about what we're saying, consult your nearest Bible. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm uh, gonna use that. I'm gonna. Oh, use and abuse that. Just fair warning. <laughs> okay, so we've gotten to this point where we have acknowledged what our true problem is. More, even closely, more a defined point: who the our problem true pro- who the problem is. The biggest problem we are facing is us. Yep, is me. Your I'm not biggest speak problem is you. you. My biggest problem is me. And I, I preached a sermon one time, <laughs> and it's coming back to my mind as we speak. Um, it was Moses going to talk to the Pharaoh. God said, let my people go. Uh, he did it, I think, how many times? Seven? Yep. I think seven times he said, let my people go. I've hold, I've held myself back in so many ways, other ways being some of them, but this one being selfish, being self-motivated, self-centered. Uh, the world revolves around me. Everything happens because of me. I need this for me. I need to work this out for me. I need to get this for me. That has held me back so much further than where God wants to take me because I haven't put myself into the place, put myself down for his sake. I've always tried to lift my name up to get gain for myself, but the way that things work naturally and the way that things work spiritually are so much different. And the spiritual effects on the inside will start working and coming out on the outside and the natural gets so much better. So we've we've recognized that this is our problem. I'm my problem. Yeah. Are you your problem, Mark? Oh, I'm my biggest problem. You, Patty? I'm my problem. Casey, are you your problem? For sure. <laughs> I'm my problem. So the nice thing is we all have different problems, but the, even though we all have different problems because we're our own worst enemies, there's one Same. solution. There's only one solution. One solution. That's right. Say it. One solution. <laughs> so, and what I've been learning this past week with people coming over, or a, a gentleman trying to, he's biblically trying to show people how to overcome addiction. Anything, really. Yeah. Like food addiction. Addiction to your cell phone. Uh, addiction to reading everything. Addiction to uh, watch so much TV that you just sit there and just watch TV for no reason. You could be doing something productive. Addiction to alcohol. Addiction to drugs. Anything. Yeah. Anything can become an idol. That's important to know, yes. too. So what he's what the, what this guy's saying is... A lot of people throw in the towel and say, all right, I'm giving it to God. God don't want the whole problem. He wants to use you to help fix your problem. Exactly. He He has created you, Patty, for what? Such, such a time, time as, as this. So he wants you, he wants you to be, he wants God wants you to be whole. Yep. God wants you to be uh holy. He wants you to be sanctified. He wants you to be glorified, but he wants you to be a part of the fixing of this problem. You made it. We A lot of the times we made the mess. Am I wrong? Nope. A lot of the times. I might go all the time on that one. For me, I can't speak for you. If you agree, you can agree. If not, don't let it just go, go away with it. Yeah. But God is wanting to work in this, put ourselves down, um, the greatest, the greatest heights come from the lowest valleys. I think the best mountaintops come from the lowest spaces in our life. And a lot of the times, we were talking about this off air. The best place to get to God is not in His face; it's no. at His feet. Yes. Yeah. The lowest place you can go, the dirtiest place you can be, is at the ground, at the feet. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, mm-hmm. she didn't touch His shoulder, she didn't grab His hair, she didn't grab His hands. She touched the hem of His garment. Which are by his feet. And we talked about it last night, and I'm going to go off just a little bit off topic. We're going to go down a small rabbit hole, and we'll be right back to regular broadcasting. (laughs) (laughs) She had, so in the tradition, we all know what you had to say if you were unclean. Yeah. Unclean. 
That's yep. what you had to pronounce. But she had enough faith to where she's like, I'm not unclean anymore. I'm touching the hem of his garment. She People were thronging Jesus. That's what they say. And then Peter asked him, "How how with all these people, how are you going to ask who touched me? But he knew because virtue came out of him. Yep. She had enough faith to go touch the hem of his garment, first thing. And the second thing she had enough faith is to not proclaim herself as the problem. She was inwardly proclaiming. So one of the things that I think is it wasn't written down in the scripture, but it was implied, I think. She didn't say she was unclean when she was going to touch his garment. So she knew in her mind, I'm not unclean anymore. I'm clean. I've made up in my mind. I'm clean. I'm touching the hem of his garment. She had enough faith to do that. Rabbit hole done. Okay. We're going back to broadcasting now. I was going to say, I was going to add in there. That's not even the only time. So we know if it happens more than once, it's, it can keep happening. You had, right, right. I was looking up here, the man with leprosy, same thing. His faith made him whole. The um, jailer. Yep, Philippian jailer. The Philippian jailer who had the sick servant. Or no, the daughter, and then there was another one that had a servant as well. Yeah. It's like you don't even, you don't even have to come here. Go thy way, thy faith is made thee whole. Yeah. So it was all these people, they knew the problem, they'd been faced with the problem. In most of the cases, the problem lasted twelve years. Yeah. They just went to the problem solver. I think we should be more do you have the faith to become whole? That's probably the be the best question there. And a lot of the problem with faith is we've put it in the wrong place. We've put it into uh, our insurance, our insurance card. We put it into the modern medicine, into these uh, general surgeons. Why haven't we? If we've put it in, into places that are fallible, we need to put it into something that never fails. You know, and I think that a lot of the times these things have tarnished our faith, and it's made us think in our mind that we might have to live with this forever. That's a good point. How often do you think people blame God for something that goes wrong? You know, just speaking medically, you talk about surgeons, you know, somebody doesn't make it through surgery or they lose something or they're sick and they didn't even think to ask him for help in the first place, but it's his fault whenever At it goes end, wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, That's I'm sure. to think about. It's like... Uh, or, or, excuse me. Go for it. That's the only time they pray, right? Is Ooh. when they're going through surgery or right. they're going through... A, a big issue. But before that, they don't even know who he is. And that's and, like with when they say on 9-11, where was God? Where was God? Where was he? Where have you been? Mm-hmm. One of the best things I saw from there, everyone's like, you know, the, all these signs of, you know, God bless America, things like that. And then I can't remember the preacher said it. it was, well, what about we change that sign of God, God bless America? How about America blesses God? And how, how about we try that out, see how that works first. Right. And the other thing I was wanting to say is, and we're not in any stretch against medicine or the doctors. You know, they right. have their purpose, too. They have their place, yeah. But I saw, I keep seeing these on my feeds, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, or whatever, of these whole nursing and doctor's units before they even go into a surgery room, sitting there right outside in the hallway, praying before they even go into do the procedure they're going there to do procedure. They've probably done hundreds of times, depending on how long they've been a doctor. Right. Mm-hmm. But they still start with something that I guarantee you was not in their medical books. Oh yeah. But it was in a book. It was in a book. It was in the book of yes. books. And I think, I think to summarize what we've been talking about, our problem is not only us. That's our first problem. But our second problem is our relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. We haven't, I don't think I, I'm speaking for myself. I haven't been to the standard that I know I should be at. I haven't studied like I should. I haven't worshiped like I should. I haven't prayed like I should. And I'm wondering why all these things are happening and why I can't kick this and why I can't kick that. And I'm like, duh, this is the answer to the problem. And I'm just sitting here walking around it like it's not the answer. It can't work. We, and it's, and I agree, and I'm in the same place there, because we have this mentality as a society right? of we want the Cliff Notes version. Quick fix. The quick fix, or mm-hmm. I didn't study for the test, but on the bus ride over, I can read a little bit of it, and I'm going to know enough to be able to get to through the pass. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it doesn't usually shake out that way. No. I didn't know if you were having a problem or if you were just yawning or what was going on over there. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me live my life. (laughs) That's all I can say. No, I feel the same thing. We, we, We have this quick... I feel like we don't want God to take his time to do things or we're not willing to take the time. Microwave mentality. Yep. Yeah. We have a a quick, quick fix type. Want to hurry up and get it done. That's what I said Sunday morning. You know, we got these microwave types of prayers, microwave types of worship and things like that. And it's just, it don't work that way so well. Something that's been helping me out lately, and this is just an idea, is just praying out loud. Praying out loud. It may seem simple or like uh, unnatural, or why would it be different than praying in your head? But I feel like spoken words are different instead of thought words. Mm-hmm. Not that you're not consciously speaking them in your mind, but spoken words, they go out into the atmosphere. I think it's different when you do that. It requires more focus, I think. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's weird to me? Here's, here's something that's weird. And and I and I didn't really notice it until I listened to a different podcast, and I got, another guy was experiencing the same thing that I was experiencing. He's this guy was a Navy SEAL. He said I had no problem kicking in kicking in a door in a pitch black room with a machine gun on, going into the face of what could be death for me. I had no fears then, but when I start praying, the fear overtakes me that I'm going to say something stupid, uh, not say something right. Especially like when I'm sitting up there, when I'm doing a prayer for Sunday night after we get done at church or Sunday morning after we get done at church to close the service, or I'm not going to preach something right. You know, it's it's such a weird feeling to where all these other things you don't have fear to go do, but something that's so detrimental to you and so good for your walk with Christ, you have such fear over it. I think you could almost take that as a positive because then you know there's there's something you're doing that's going to be right or something you're saying that's going to be right that at that moment you're getting a big attack to try and stop you from whatever it is you're going to do. That That's the thing. I feel like Satan knows what's powerful, and he doesn't care if you do all these great and mighty things. I'm going to say something. When when my, my mother-in-law just went to the hospital, and I prayed before the ambulance took her out of my house, Yeah, I said, wait, you're not taking her out of this house until we pray. But do you know I couldn't pray the way I usually pray? It's like you're stumbling and Yes. And I don't know if it was because they were trying to block my prayers or something or if it was me trying to pray in front of them or what. I don't know. But I tried to pray the way I usually pray and it came out different than what it was. But I still stopped them to the point that I had faith that she was going to come home. Yeah. And fear was not going to overtake me. Yeah. Even though it was right there at the door, it was not going to overtake me. And somebody said, she's going to come back, right? You think she's going to come back? She's going to come back, right? Right. Yes, she's going to come back. I didn't pray for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and to have my two-year-old granddaughter pray for her, put her hand on her, and say a silent prayer, and then all of us say, in Jesus' name, amen. In front of all those people that were there. That makes me feel small hearing that. Yeah. If she can do it, I can do it. Having like go go for it. But uh, she she did it first and then I said, I gotta do it. I gotta stop them before they take her. Go ahead. I was talking about her with either my grandma or Stacy last week, whenever we had that big prayer line. And you know, I believe that she's conscious of what she's mm-hmm. doing. You well, know. she's not. She's not making a mistake. That's no. what I'm saying. She's not it, doing what she just, sees. Right, she's doing it. She may can't communicate with that with us right now, just based on language skills. She's a baby, but to see a little, just a little child, mm-hmm. she was reaching out and touching everybody that wanted a prayer. Had her little hand up in the air, and that was made me feel small too. It's inspiring to see. You know, God is working through the the littlest mm-hmm. of us. To the greatest, whether that be an age or worldly renowned, whatever you want to call it. And you don't know, it looks like the littlest. Yeah. But the pure spirit and the pure in heart, 
There's nothing in her that's unpure that's at this moment. That's how we're supposed to be when we right. come before A childlike faith, yeah. yes. She has no sort of trepidation, no sort of worry what anybody's going to think about her if she's sitting there praying for somebody for 20 minutes, if that's what she feels and is necessary. And all she necessary. kept saying was, she's going to go, and the doctor's going to make her better, and she's going to come back. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. So she, I, that's all she knew. And I got the verse for that. Go mm-hmm. for it. Matthew 18, 3. And this is Jesus talking. And said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Perfect example for us. Little children, when they're around their people they care about and they don't care about, they don't worry about things. Not just people they know and care about. But I'm saying they don't worry about, you know, is someone thinking something about me if I'm doing this? They don't care. Don't have a mind for it. That's how we're supposed to be. And that's precisely the whole point is we get in our head sometimes because we get become our problem right and that affects the, our ability to do things like that because right. it's all i don't want someone seeing me doing this i don't want to know you know they're going to think something's funny if i'm doing this right little kids are not concerned about that they don't care Mm-mm. not a care in the world and that's really kind of where we when we, if we can truly where we fail we think too much mm-hmm. if we can take ourselves out of it right lay or lay our life down right for a commandment from Jesus, yeah, for how to treat people, yeah, that can one, it's beneficial to them, but just like with anything else, when you exercise, the the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Things are going to start changing if you do that. I firmly believe that. Thank you, Patty, for that. Yeah, thanks, Sonny, for that. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you for such a perfect example of how we should be. Bunch of stupid adults. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I, I'm sorry for that language, but we're idiots when it comes to that. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we are. We think too much. We're too scared. When a child reaches out and says, I have enough faith, she didn't say it, but she proclaimed it by yeah. what she did. She she did what we should. Mm-hmm. We say that we believe. We say that we think, we have faith. We say that we trust God. She showed it. She showed it. Yeah. She put her, she said, put her hand on her, raised her hand in Jesus' name. And then guess what? Guess where grandma's at? Yep, she's back home. She's home. Mm-hmm. What is our stupid problem? <laughs> Ourselves. <laughs> the same problem we've been discussing this whole time. We got this stinking thinking. thinking. Yes. I'm I'm uh I'm glad we're having this talk. I'm glad that I can come out and say that I'm the problem. Same. I'm the problem for me. Yeah, me too. I need to work on me. And if I work on me, everything else. You know, it's not going to, I don't know if it's going to get better or worse or what, but. No, but we go to the problem solver. Yep. And if we seek him first. He wants to work with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He would that none perish, but all come to eternal life and all come to salvation through Christ Jesus. See, and here's the thing that like that, what you were saying, how God wants to work with you. Yeah. How Jesus will work with you. He's not going to work for you because he's already done all the work for you that he has to do. He did the work. So all that's left now is to work with you to get you to where you're get to that place. Exactly. God doesn't want to do it for you. Because all if he did, why would you be alive? All he's doing when he's working with you is getting you to the point of the cross. Yeah. Because the work for that part's already done. But he's got to work with you to get you to there. Why is it so hard for us to grasp? We overthink things too. Too much thought. Too much, quote-unquote, fear and anxiety of what people think. Fear is false evidence appearing real. My thing is, is I'm I'm looking at what everyone else is saying and grasping that and not caring what the one who actually matters is saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do they think? What does God think? And a lot of the times, these people aren't even looking. They're not even watching, not even paying the closest attention Don't even to care. They could care less what you do. But the one who's actually watching who actually cares, who actually wants you to succeed. And he's sitting there rub, just probably shaking his head like, what on earth are they doing? How long is it going to take them to realize that I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life? And the thing about it is for me, I've spent so long proclaiming it and so long preaching it and so long trying to push it to everyone else and not enough time taking it for me. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. You feel that way? Yeah. 
we went uh, collectively in this room. I don't think anyone has been in church less than twenty years. You know, maybe close. Yeah, we've been around for at least twenty years in church, and we've proclaimed and we've listened and we've been taught and Might we've be taught our we've we've taught ourselves. Why don't we do it? Mm-hmm. Beneath the surface, these problems are coming up. Yeah. Well, and these... it's supposed to come up. Exactly. It's time. Yep. It's, 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 it's in the latter days, you know, your secrets are supposed to come to light. Well, what is done in the in the deep, dark alleys will come and be shouted on the mountaintops. Yeah. yeah. Everything's going to come to light. Why? I don't I don't want to have those problems. I don't want everyone to know. I want God to fix it before. Before they come out. I Let me rephrase it. I need to change my talking now. There we go. I want this problem solved. I want to be a part of the solution, and I want God to be a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be shouted from the mountaintop. Let's fix it now. I don't think it has to come to that. Does it have to come to that? It's it's only fair if we're part of the problem, we need to be part of the solution, too. That's fair. That's only fair thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't want it on the mountain. Let's take care of it now. Get a horse under the blood. Yeah. If it's under the blood, it ain't getting red anywhere. here's, Here's the thing about that. If it's under the blood and you know it's under the blood, when they're shouting it from the mountaintop, it won't matter because you know what it you know what the status of the situation is. Guy like, I don't know what you're talking about. You can shout it and say it, but you're not the one who holds the keys. Nope. You're not the one who holds the punishment, the judgment. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and end the podcast. We've had a good time talking. It looks like Casey's about to Zonk out. She's been, she literally got off the airplane, what, a couple hours ago? Mm, four o'clock Chicago time, 4.30 Chicago time. So five o'clock. 5.30 here. Yeah. So she, uh, she's tired. I'm tired. She's it's getting, a trooper. It's uh, 11, 11 o'clock basically. Right Almost, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had a good podcast. It's been a long time. We can't wait that. We can't skip a week again. It didn't really kill me because we were down here enjoying each other's <laughs> time, but. It's I I want to make sure our listeners have something because I don't know what they're going through and I want if if this some is, kind of encouragement something to help them along the way, even like today if you if you do what has been talked about on this going to the problem solver figuring out what the problem actually is being a part of the solution you'll see change may yeah. not come tomorrow may not come in a week or a month but you'll the see problem change. didn't either right but it can go away in Jesus name all right with that we're gonna say love you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Ready to Preach. We hope that something that has been said today will aid you in your journey both in Christianity and in the pursuit of becoming ready to preach. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Redemption Church, and share us with your friends. If you have any questions for us or topics you would like for us to discuss, we can be reached through the Facebook's direct message or in the comment section of our posts about the podcast. We look forward to you tuning in next week.